Okay, 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 okay. So I'm gonna. I'm basically performing oral on <laughs> yes, the microphone now. <laughs> uh, Nothing uh, here. Uh, talk like this way. No, you have to make like a sexy voice. <laughs> yeah, so you gotta be a little bit deep and sexy. Yeah. Yeah, like a. What What, what is your audience? Tone. What is your audience? Be like, they're all gay. <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah, they're most of my <laughs> friends, so yes, so yes, mostly uh, gay, but that's okay too, Yes, we like the gays. Yes, we like the gays, I mean, mostly, probably not the Asian ones. But <laughs> 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 well, I, I used to, I used to like the gays, I used to like the gays, now I like only one. Aww. Aww. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> And Hit that would be Pete. me. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. Uh, we got there. We got there. Okay. Um, are you guys ready to start? Um, I'm ready. Are you ready? Yes. Yes, yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yeah. Sono pronto. Oh, very oh, good. Oh, very good. All right. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Are You Single with Peter Lamb. I am your host. I am currently recording on location the first time out of my nifty studio with two guests who are about to embark on a very lovely adventure. Um, first, we have Josh from Greymouth. Greymouth? Did I say Greymouth? Basically just Grey. Grey does it. Grey, New Zealand. Greymouth in New Zealand. All right. And we have Luca from Italy. Italy. Yeah, what part of Italy, Luca? Yeah, it's called Ferrara. Oh, that's, that's beautiful. Is that near Florence? Yeah, it's quite close to Florence, yeah. about two hours drive, yeah. Oh, oh, very nice, very nice. Well, there yes. you go. How are you guys going? Oh, it's, um, <laughs> I would say it's a intense, amazing, exciting, and just overwhelming time, right? Yeah, we, we are packing at the moment, so we feel a little bit packed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. I'm currently intruding on their packing time, and so I'm very grateful that they were able to set aside some of it to talk to myself about their adventures. Oh, look, we're very happy to have you, Pete. Thank you for oh. coming all this way out. Yes, thank you. Um, and, you. you know, we're looking forward to discovering more about uh, ourselves through this, uh, <laughs> <Good>. this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys seem to be all about that. I mean, I come in, it smells like incense. You know, you're very much Zen-type people, aren't you? Well, <laughs> <laughs> as far as I've yeah. known you, Josh. Uh, I think... Um, that might be the complete opposite <laughs> of my persona. No, um, but in saying that, you know, it's an, it's a time to to love ourselves and to you know take mm. some Zen time. I think. Oh, for sure. Um, like I, you know, I was mentioning before. Yeah. Um, I am now free of the uh, the corporate life, and uh, right. you know, so we'll 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 waving around some of these incense sticks, you know, to clear out the. The bad mojo. Oh, okay. No, very good. <laughs> no, I mean, the, the truth is that we had a couple of incense sticks around the house and we had really had to get rid of them. So <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was really the right time, <laughs> you know, to, yeah, to light them up. If we didn't use them, I tell you, we were driving all the way to the store mm. to return them. <laughs> <laughs> God. Of course. Of course. <laughs> Typical Josh. Um, so, just for the listeners, let's clarify one thing. Are either of you single? Mm, only sometimes when I dream. 
Ah, uh, I thought you were saying only sometimes when you drink. Yeah. That would have been worse. Yeah. That would have been worse. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I suppose like we take uh, discussion about your dreams separate yeah. uh, and we just leave it for later. Um, but, yeah, of yeah. course, but, um, uh, the, the answer is absolutely no. Yeah. Very good. Thank you, Luca. Come on, Josh. Be a team yeah, it's, player. It's, 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 it's a no from me yeah. as well. Oh, good. All right. So, how long have you two been together for? <laughs> no. Josh is hopeless. Josh is hopeless. Josh yeah. is hopeless. So we've been together for a year now. Oh, yeah. very good. For a little bit more than a year. Yeah. yeah. So a little. So it's over a year of bliss, memories, a lot of you know a lot of progress. I will say this relationship is is on the fast lane, and it's very it's fun to watch and and listen. Yeah. Um, and so how did you guys meet? Um, I, I think we we. Like we met the traditional way, like how guys meet nowadays, you know, through applications. <laughs> yes, yes, through so, the apps. Yeah, through the apps. Nice. So yeah, and it was it was actually um, we we started chatting, and then mm. uh, there was like a little bit of silence for about a couple of weeks, mm. and um, then I went back to the chat again, and I saw, oh, look at that guy, he didn't block me. So let me try to, you know, to chat again. And, you know, we started to chat again and we decided to meet. So. Oh, very good. And how long were these chats going for before you met? Um, yeah, well, it was the previous chats, you mm-hmm. know, like a couple of weeks before. But we restarted chatting again and we actually went for a walk that uh, same night, I think. Um, and I think for me, it's like, you know, I've never been a romantic. (laughs) (laughs) No one would ever accuse me of being romantic, but what I would say is, uh, you know, it was a very, very, uh, compelling magnetism immediately. Um, when I met Luca, I was just like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> just getting wet all over. Yeah, wet all over. I have to have him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could, you're so convinced by that. I can tell. Yeah, he still is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. So then, I mean, okay. Well, what was the what was the immediate sort of draw for both of you that made you guys realize, oh, okay, I want to keep talking to this guy. I want to see where this goes. What was it about? Yeah, Josh, say what's up, you look up. Um, so, like, w- I felt immediately that we had a lot in common. So mm. we were just on on our first uh, meeting, on our first date. We just went out, you know, for a beautiful walk. It was like a very warm uh, summer evening. So we went out for this like beautiful walk, and we just started to talk and talk and talk. And like time was, you know, passing by so fast. And we didn't realize that it was like a weekday. So, you know, the day after we had to go to work and it was like 1 a.m. Like and wow. all of a sudden and like, you know, the conversation just, um, you know, unfolded naturally and mm-hmm. it was really amazing. And, you know, we we just had so much in common and, you know, yeah. So I, I guess, yeah, that, that was it. Yeah. Good. That's sweet. And you, Josh? <laughs> His body, <laughs> <laughs> but 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 Honest, uh, uh, honestly, it it was the intel- uh, intellectual connection, our shared mm. likes, our shared dislikes. Oh. Yeah, 
Luca meant to say that too. <laughs> um, and, yeah. you know, also a strong sense of self, which I sensed from Luca, you know, very confident, mm. um, you know, very compelling discussion. And, uh, you know, I, I thought, well, this isn't like me to, to you know, have the, such a conversation. So, yeah, yeah it was like interest peaked. <laughs> yes, that's good. <laughs> Through the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the first to approach one another um, on the app? Oh, yeah, it was me. Oh, it was me, yeah. oh very good. <laughs> That's yeah, good. It was, I, I'm very, it was a very intriguing selfie that he made. Like oh, God, <laughs> who was it? When was, was it, he? <laughs> it was like, I think it was the closet, like where you had your wardrobe. <laughs> and it was like the mirror. <laughs> <laughs> the one he came out of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh. So it was definitely not the, not the bathroom. So yeah, oh, that's which is nice. Good, yeah, is nice good. change. Yeah. A little bit oh. more classy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. No, that's good. Um, because I was always curious because I, well, I met Josh obviously through a friend, through a friend. So it was through uh, an, um, one guy whom I'd met on Grindr and we became friends and then I met Jason through him and that's how I met you through him. So through him. So... I mean, it was very interesting to see, just for just for actually for Luca and for the listeners, just to see how how much he he's mellowed. I think over that that time of which we've known each other, which we said was well, I think between four and five years now. Mm. Well, which was about yeah, maybe a year into when I moved into Sydney, and we became flatmates and everything, and that was fun. Mm. And actually, so the, when when Ben met uh well the first serious boyfriend i had um was was ben actually well first real 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 relationship i'd say was with ben brought him home to meet uh josh josh was very very um very cool about it um because i was very nervous to bring him home to anyone and um i remember you on the couch i think you were watching stargate or Doctor <laughs> Doom, or one of those classics there yeah, yeah. which ben has since uh, introduced me to and i just thought Josh was a stand-up guy. Why don't we start with how you guys grew up, sort of, in your respective countries and how life was then? Uh, I wouldn't so much as say grew up as uh, threw up. <laughs> oh, you're so <laughs> clever with the puns today. <laughs> um, and, and, uh, you know, I mean, at the end of the day, um, I love my country and... Yeah, and it's, it's a beautiful country, and I and I love my uh, my mum and my family. Mm. Um, but I have to say, it was probably not your typical uh, white picket fence upbringing. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, I did all the usual things. So school, hated it. I was always in trouble. Um, yeah, hated authority. Hated authority. Um, I was extremely rebellious. Always getting into fights at school, making teachers cry. Really? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I know. And I look back on it now, and you know, I'm, I'm I feel bad for them because <laughs> <laughs> they had to put up with me. But terror child. Um, we moved a lot, so I went to okay. like fourteen schools. Um, yeah, I I, um, I came to Australia for, I think it was like two years as well when I was younger, from like oh. nine to 
almost 12. And, and did school here? Yeah, did school oh. here for a couple of years and then I uh, went back. Yeah, right. Yeah. And so uh, just go back to your family. So you, siblings? Uh, yes, lots of siblings. Um, mm. So all brothers. All um, brothers, yeah. But some of them have girl names. So... Like, oh, that's and, better. Yeah, no, no, but like, you know, they could be girls. <laughs> Why? Okay. Yeah. Oh, you've never met them? No, 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 no. Oh, of, course, okay. of course I've met them. Um, so I've got my oldest, uh, uh, Kelly. Um, yeah. He's a, a good friend of Dorothy's. Oh, nice. Um, and there's uh, Shannon, Regan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I've got my two younger brothers as well, which is uh, Blake and Brandon. Oh, right. Oh, Blake, how's he going? Oh, he's doing well. I'm very proud of Blake. He's oh, good. Uh, working hard, uh, turning into a really good man. He just turned 21, actually. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> well, did you go to his 21st? Um, we almost went to his 21st, <sighs> but as you know, we've had a few yeah. circumstances, but he got a, a nice 21st present. Oh, <laughs> that's very sweet from Brother Joshy. Yeah. Oh, that's good. How about you, Luca? How was it growing up in your life? Oh, I didn't, I didn't move that much. So okay. I was just in my <laughs> small little town. Why would you? Um, yeah. <laughs> um, well, it was a very balanced life. So, you know, I was just going to school and, you know, meeting with friends. I had my own scooter. So I was going around with my scooter a lot. And yeah. yeah. And um, then I went to university. Like mm. I had, um, you know, I went to two different universities and then I, w- I had also a master's degree. So, oh. yeah. Um, masters in masters in um, administration and management. So, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Very nice. Yeah. Um, and you have a sister. I'm only child. Oh, only child. Yeah, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, yeah. Got that completely wrong. So yeah, wow. I'm a spoiled Italian yeah. <laughs> only child. Oh, that yeah, would be fun. So, um, yeah. So I grew up with my family. You know, like we were staying all mm. together. You know, <laughs> most of the time, you know, traveling a lot together. Yeah, do you have like your aunties and uncles all nearby, in, like yeah, a village kind yeah, of situation? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and we were good. gathering, you know, on Sundays, you know, and yeah. Nona's place. You know. Oh. <laughs> Did you have uh, lots of cousins, I assume? Um, no, it's not actually like a very oh. broad family. It's like pretty sort of restricted family. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but so I got a couple of cousins, yeah. Interesting. And so then, okay, you studied um, out uh, through up until uni, got your masters, and then uh, was it after your masters where you decided to travel um, and then um, come to Australia? Or? Yeah, it was uh, even before. Like already in high school, I came here to Australia like for about a month. Mm. So I discovered Australia when I was like a teenager, basically, into my seventeen. Um, and I came here when here was winter, so mm. over there was summer, so it was my summer break mm. uh, for about <coughs> a month. And um, I was like hosted by this uh, family that they're living now in Wiley Park, it's a Lebanese family, yes, Wiley yeah. Park, yeah, oh, that's nice, here yeah. in Sydney. Uh, so we always like kept in touch and uh, you know, through emails, and and then. You know, back in those days, they were just emails, you know. Oh, and then it right. was like Skype and then it was WhatsApp, you know. And so we started to transition to mobile. Yeah. And uh, so we always like kept in touch and stuff. So when I decided to, uh, two years ago, after, you know, so I started after university, I started with my career and stuff. So uh, after seven years in the office, I said, okay, I want to go back to Australia, you know. Uh-huh. I want to go to the other side of the world and I want to yeah. see if, the f- if things down there changed or they're still yeah. the same. Yeah. Um, so I had this beautiful contact of the family uh, that hosted me. 
and um, so yeah, so we chatted again, and it was like, do you do you guys still have that spare room? Oh, <laughs> and they were like, uh, yeah, they were like, yeah, of course, oh. okay, so yeah, waiting for you. Oh. you know? <laughs> so Sweet. so yeah, so um, I went um I w when I came here, you know, it was uh, for me since I left everything in Italy, you know, I left my job and I made like a quite a radical yeah. decision, you know, to come Big back here. Um, especially because my career there was, you know, like taking yeah, off, yeah, taking you off had a and stable, stuff. Yep. So it was like, yeah, quite stable. So when I when I decided to come here, at least I had someone, you know, I could refer to. You know, I had someone that was supporting me and everything, and yeah. it was like my second family. So it was very Aww. good. Yeah, that would have made things so much more easier. Like, yeah, even when you made that decision, just to have some people on the ground to sort Absolutely. of usher you into this new life. Yeah. Um. Did you? Did you come out in Italy or did you, how did that whole thing come about? About my yeah, yours, yes, yes. yes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I, I came out with, um, you know, my parents when I was 18. Okay. Yeah. So it was, uh, quite a long time ago, you know, and, um, um, back in those days, like I was, mm, I wouldn't say discovering my sexuality because that happened, you know, even early, like in a yeah, early, early stage. Yeah. Um, but I was like going a lot, uh, going out a lot with like friends, you know, to sort of clubs and, you know, mm. so discovering like the, that sort of, you know, part, side, of, yourself, yeah. part of myself, you know, yeah. and enjoying that sort of nightlife and stuff like that. Um, it wasn't anything like too naughty, you know, but yeah, it was like a lot of fun. So, um, I really, I really wanted my parents to know like where I was going, you know, like what sort of places that I was going to, you know, yeah. like, so I didn't want to hide anything. So that's why I decided to, you know, to, to tell them, to tell them, you oh, know, yeah. and how they take it. Um, <laughs> so the, uh, they, they transitioned like from a f very, very bad first week uh, to, <laughs> you know, something a little bit more um, like something better, like more understanding. understanding and yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, initially it was quite hard for them uh, because they were like, um, you know, we live in a small city. Um, which is about 160,000 people, you know, my oh. town. So it's a small Perfect. town, you know. Um, so you probably won't feel good in this small town here. So what what do you think? Do you think we should move somewhere else, like a bigger city like Milan or Rome or Bologna even, you know, uh, where there is like a little bit of more open-mindedness? Yeah. Um, I said, no, guys, you know, uh, we are all right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be fine anyway, you yeah. know. Um, I've, I've never been the type of guy that, you know, was um, going out there, you know, and like publicly, you know, saying, yeah, hey, I'm um, here, yeah. I'm gay and, you know, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. I was always like kind of reserved and, you know. Got on with it. Yeah. Studied and just yeah. Oh, that's so. sweet. It was actually very similar to me, actually. So when I told him, told my parents, it was hard for them. Um, to the point where my dad in the next... So the, I told him that in the evening and then the morning after, my dad came into um, my room and told me not to mention anything like this to my mum again because <sighs> he was saying that my mum is already quite, you know, stressed out and, you know, she's, you know, so, you know just... It's a lot for her to handle, and so we never spoke of it really again. 
and in a way it was so it was good for me because then because I was still living and I was living in Sydney at the time I could go back give them the the time and the space to sort of just absorb it and I'm sure they would have spoken to my brothers and sisters about it because I came out to them first before my parents and then now it's all good but I'm glad that see for me I would I would be surprised because where you grew up was kind of like a country town right in Italy yeah 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 I would assume that they would be quite traditional, right? Like where, yeah, from values and everything like that. And so for them to come around within a week, I think that's that's quite it's quite good. Yeah. yeah. Um, now it's your turn, Josh. Don't think you can sit there <laughs> just stare. And just oh, I okay. can just listen to him talk all day. Oh, I know, I can too. <laughs> but this is a dual podcast, okay? Okay. okay. <laughs> Go on. How did you? How did it come for you? How did it happen for you? Oh. I think it was never really a secret, <laughs> only only to myself. Um, yeah, okay. So it's something that I didn't want to have to acknowledge, certainly because I come from an even smaller town than Luca of 10,000 people. Mm. Um, and it's quite, look, it's on the rougher side of life. Yep. Um, you know, and so certainly I, I got a lot of, um, people were calling me gay all the time, you know, at really? school. Yeah. Before like I even knew it, yeah, all that sort of stuff. Before I even knew it, it was just because I was different. At the end of the day, I, I oh. didn't ever really fit in where I was. Yeah, you know. Yep, yep. Um, I, I remember oh. actually a horrible story. Keep it short. No, 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 no don't do it. <laughs> but you know, be, I, be I remember real. like I used to be afraid to go outside sometimes because oh. you know people would throw stones out of yeah, people threw Shit. things. They would yell things out of cars. Did they like? Spray paint your house. Oh like no, that, didn't, didn't get to that point. But there was there was some f- pretty nasty experiences. So I was very very happy to leave that town behind. Yeah. Um. You know. So sort of as soon as I was able to um uh, get out there on my own, I think I uh you know I I, I, I took out uh, took off from there, mm. um and went to Christchurch and you know things definitely uh, came a lot. Uh, a lot clearer there went to my first uh, the first night I went to Christchurch I hopped on a bus right I said fuck this town <laughs> yeah <right. laughs> that out Shit. Uh, hopped on a bus told no one and went uh, to Christchurch where uh, my favourite uncle is and um, you know, basically turning up on his doorstep saying, oh, <laughs> <hey>. <laughs> <So>. it's me. <laughs> um, but you know, I went to my first club that night, um, had my first, uh, my sexual experience, sexual experience. Oh, okay. I guess. Um, <laughs> and yeah, look, I, I told, uh, my mother not too much longer after that okay. when I was really ready to say, okay, yeah, that hundred percent this is who I am and you know I, mm. I was like okay look she already knows I'm, my oldest brother's gay and yeah like there was never going to be a problem with my mum's acceptance of me like she's all she like heaps of friends who are lesbian transsexual all that sort of thing yeah um so I grew up you know I have to say home in a way was a little bit of a, uh, a castle in that you know it was safe to to be myself yeah um so yeah no so it was uh, it was about 18 i think when i came out 18 yep yeah. Around the ideal time. um so there wasn't really any process for her to go through she was she was amazing oh, um same with good. um telling my australian family as well um yeah they've all all been pretty good i've never mm. really felt like there's an issue oh that's good and are you um close with your mom and most of your family or is it just 
Um, oh, well, I mean, the love is there. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there's a there's a different kind of close. There's the close where you're FaceTiming your family every single day. Yeah. Baby. <laughs> 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 and then there's the close where you call them maybe once every month or two months, right? That's my kind of close. Oh. Um, but, you know, it's, it's just because we've got our different lives and we're, yeah. we're all very independent as well. Mm. Yeah. You are very independent. Yeah. Um, I wanted to then transition to the the first uh date that you've been on first real date this goes for both of you okay so let's let's go back to those old times there i think there's one here you said probably one of the this might not be your first first date but you had a date right it was the worst date where you did offer a home cooked meal um only to just buy nando's from a petrol station <laughs> this was uh my first uh meal with Luca actually. <laughs> yeah, no, this wasn't my first date in life. This was uh Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was um <laughs> like uh oh you know, I'll cook, I'll come over to my place, I'll make you beautiful yeah, <laughs> beautiful chana and uh, my expectations were high and then just like traffic was terrible, we were running mm. late um, and we just wanted to talk and spend time together and mm. and so we got petrol station Nando's. Um, it, 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 it really set the, the bar high. <laughs> <laughs> set the tone of the set relationship. Set the tone <laughs> of the relationship. No, no, no. He's, Luca is an amazing cook. Um, so he does does do a great. He's made up for it. Since oh yeah, okay. Yeah. So do you mainly cook then for for Josh, for us, uh, for us, but me? So I cook for myself. Yeah, and he eats my stuff <laughs> all the time. <laughs> but if it's that good, I could understand. You know, just a little bit of your, uh, what, what just a bite of yours. You would say on a traditional day, right? Yeah. Just a bite. Just a bite. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> old plate. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, now, now I'm curious though. How was your? What was your first date like? See, like I said, I've never really been a romantic type. No. Um. So if I was to think on dates, I didn't really start dating, um, in the traditional sense until mm. I was in my uh, like mid to late, well, yeah, mid twenties. Um, mm. dating for me was uh much more. Um, let's just skip to the fun bit. Oh, sure. <laughs> uh, I, yeah. God, always uh, such a utilitarian. It's <laughs> <laughs> like let's just uh, let's just uh, yeah. skip the small talk yeah. and uh, get down to business. So that <laughs> yeah, I have to say, and yeah, I mean, one of the nice. I do remember. I um probably what I'd say that was the nicest and proper. Probably the first proper date I went on. Yeah. Um, was uh, an American who was uh, working. Uh, and you know, he had to leave in like two weeks and just took me out for beautiful dinners and, you know, it was so kind and very mm. nice. And then he went back to the U S and then he came back a week later saying, I missed you too much. <laughs> oh, that is right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, so that, that was probably the nicest, um, you know, or what I'd say was the first real date I had that wasn't just, uh. Well, we can fit in a One movie night. too if we have to. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Pepper? <laughs> okay, so this is quite embarrassing. Okay. It is as much embarrassing than it was back that day. <laughs> um, okay, so my first date. So, um, um, 
back in those days, I was like 17 years old when I had my very, very first, let's say, serious date with okay. a guy. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So 17 years old and I was, um, you know, chatting online. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, with the computer and stuff. Um, <clears throat> so I met, uh, basically met this guy and we decided to go out uh, for a beer. Um, and, um, uh, he said like, let's go to a pub that it's a little bit out of the city. So we, just to make sure that we don't meet anyone that we, we know. know. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Yep, yep. So, um, yeah. So we were driving for about half an hour to, to reach this place. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, probably we stayed there for 20 minutes. So it was more to drive than actually the time that we spent in the pub. Um, but anyway, so we got there and, um, so let's say that back in those days I was still a little bit confused and what I wanted, you know, sexually yeah, speaking. Yeah. yeah right. Um, so I was dating also a girl, okay. um, that she, she w- was like in the same school that I was. Yeah. Um, so, um, so we went to this pub and it happened that the pub that he took me was the same town of the girl that I was dating. <laughs> and i just realized that when we were like halfway to the pub yeah uh so i said okay well i can't be so unlucky you know <laughs> <laughs> so we sat down we just had a beer something like that mm. and i was pretty much focused on him and like conversation was like going and stuff like that so yeah uh, I was not really much looking around uh, when all of a sudden someone, you know, came over and like knocked my shoulder and she was like, oh, Luca, what are you doing here? I just turned around and that was like, precisely the same girl that I was dating. Ah, so I was like in between these two people and I was like so embarrassed. Uh, this is true story. Yeah. What did you say to her? Uh, and she was like, um, oh, yeah, I'm just, you know, out with a friend. And. The thing is, like, she knew a lot about me, you know, like, we used to talk a lot, more than, you know, spend time in bed together. Yeah, (laughs) okay, fair (laughs) enough. It was more talking. I think that would make sense, yes. (laughs) Um, But anyway, so, and the day after, you know, I went to school, so she was, you know, she pretty much sat next to me, so, um, so she was like, who was that guy? You never told me about him. (laughs) <laughs> so that yeah so it was pretty embarrassing so i had to make up a story you know about the guy and stuff so oh okay good yeah so you managed to sort of that, yeah avert that crisis that that was my first date so it was not very huh? successful <laughs> <laughs> it usually isn't though oh my gosh yeah. but you got you got through it so yeah d- i got through dating it. two at the same time yeah. even yeah. back at that time jeez yeah. um, um yeah, so it just turned out to be like a funny story to tell. Yeah, <laughs> are you still are you still in contact with her as friends or anything? Um, well, she recently subscribed to Facebook, so oh, okay. yeah, so. just uh, like literally two three months ago, and she was like, "Oh, let's go out for a drink and stuff." I said, "Well, I live on the other side of the <laughs> world now, <laughs> maybe <Aww>. one day, <laughs> one day someday." But yeah, she has a family now; she has two kids. And, oh, oh know, that's good. Yeah. That's cute. It's nice how to, how to see like the people that you were going out with now they all have, you know, family and stuff, you know. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, I mean, were you dating a lot in Italy or did it all really start to ramp up when you were in Australia? Um, well, no, I was, you know, I spent a lot of time in Italy, so I also like had okay. the two like long relationships. 
Yeah. Um, my first relationship was with um, with a Serbian guy that I met in Milan, Ooh, okay. uh, but he used, uh, but he was living in Germany, okay. uh, in Frankfurt. So back in those days, I was going to university, so I had like a lot of free time and stuff, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah. In between classes, mm-hmm. um, so I said, um, you know, let's uh, try to give this guy a go, and you know, we we started to date each other, you okay. know, despite like I was living in small Ferrara and he was living in big Frankfurt. You know? Yeah. So they were yeah, like yeah, over, yeah. you know, thousand kilometers between us. Yeah. Which is nothing compared to the distance between Sydney and Ferrara now, which is about <laughs> sixteen thousand. But anyways, <laughs> um, so yeah, I was traveling quite often to to Frankfurt. Yeah, know, I was yeah, going yeah. pretty much like like four times a month, mm. um, and you know, so it was like a beautiful story. Like four years, we were four years together. Wow. Um, yeah. And yeah, long distance relationship. Was he your first serious relationship? Um, for him. Oh, for, for you, me, for, for, you, me, for, for me, for me, yes, yeah. it was the, my first one. Yeah, yes. oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, and but he was well accepted by the family. You know. oh, okay, so you had some substantial sort of experience in in the world of dating and relationships and love and all of that, whereas I think Josh was a bit more adventurous. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I recall one story. I'm sh- Luca, I'm sure you've heard of this story because he told me one time. I think you were going on your way to Japan, uh-huh. and did you d- and you met you became friends friendly with one of the stewardesses, mm-hmm. all the the air flight dudes. Yeah, yeah, that was um that was hilarious. Ex- that was hilarious. Yeah, it was, it was, um, well, you know, not, it was just a little bit of fun in the back of the plane. Um, you know, and a lot of free drinks. So yeah, you know, in exchange, um, (laughs) you know, a little, little bit, a little bit of love and an upgrade, and you know, upgrade. Uh, Yeah, yeah. I even got moved to first class. Oh, Oh. (laughs) but um, but you know, you'd be that good. Yeah, but we didn't. We didn't. Nothing else happened from that. Um, but I did have some really good adventures uh, in Japan. Um, you know, I, I made sure I um explored. Um, frequently and often in Japan, were you in Shinjuku? <laughs> <laughs> were you in Shinjuku? Um, yeah, yeah, I went to Shinjuku. Um, you know, you know, I did all the typical things. Um, mm. Explored Tokyo quite a lot, Osaka, uh, Kyoto. Um, you know, all amazing. Love Japan. Mm, Loved yes. Everyone loves Japan. Yes. Um, I'm looking forward to to taking Luca. Um, maybe next year we can go. Good. Um, yeah, I think he'll love Tokyo. Yeah. Um, yeah, look for, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, a bit of adventure. Adventures there. Oh, there's been, Pete, there's too many for <laughs> no, uh, the scope no. of this uh, Enlighten, podcast. Enlighten, no, yeah, not for this, uh, not for the entire episode, but please enlighten some of them with maybe one or two, apart from that flight, uh, the, that fun first class Jetstar flight. I, re- I remember going out, actually, um, in Tokyo, Mm. Um, to Adi Fadi, which oh, is yes. yeah, yeah, you know the, the yeah the ultimate gay dance ultimate club. gay and dance there was club. like one I remember when I was there, we we encountered a a guy who loved Taylor Swift music. Every time it came on, he would just take the because there's a pole there, mm-hmm. and then when you go on that pole and you, you act like a stripper and everyone was still cheering him on and I was yeah. just, 
So that was also me. Yeah, uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, I I worked that pole like I haven't worked a pole before, um, <laughs> and uh, it was well uh, greasy by the end. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I certainly uh, went around and around on that, and I just I saw someone um, that night who, you know, I basically had to harass constantly. I was like. I want you, and he's like, "Oh nah, nah, nah," you know, and I, I'm Go like, "Do the oh. accent." <laughs> well, oh, I can't do his accent because he's a Polish. He was a Polish oh, guy, he was Polish, yeah. So he was blonde, you know, yeah, twinky, a bit twinky. Oh. Um, but you know what? I outlasted all those other motherfuckers, <laughs> <laughs> and so we had we had like a, a little bit of a fling. Um, in in Japan for yeah. about a week, we were boyfriends. Yeah. Um, and you know, I, I woke up um, after a very big night in, in a, a random bed in a random hotel another time. Yeah. Love hotel. Love hotels. Yeah. Saw a lot of them on the train. Yep. Yep. Uh, they're afraid of them, but yeah. they're, they're 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 fun. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so how does it work? So you, you 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 it's like just hiring a room for the night, but they the the only difference is the receptionist expects you to just use it for sex is that oh, right it's, it's more like by the hour oh by the hour yeah 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 so you, I, I mean you know you can stay there but it, it's it's explicitly for sex it's right. a, a love hotel yes it's a love hotel <laughs> oh I see you yeah. spent many a night in many a hotel um well I was not no no no, no. just just the the, the one, one in the <laughs> in the love hotel okay um so yeah look that you know that was just isolated to that one little trip um <laughs> <laughs> Oh, some of the advent. Oh, okay. Um, to keep it wrapped up quickly. What's <laughs> oh, like you know, I, I remember early days, early, early days of internet dating. I think I was um, uh, like, ma- yeah, I was in Christchurch. I might have been, yeah. I think, mm. uh, eighteen, nineteen, and so I used to just have like a revolving door policy. Um, <laughs> Is that a euphemism for your bum hole? No, 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 no. That's okay. uh, no, that's a sacred place. But <laughs> um, I don't believe that. <laughs> anyway, go on. Um, I do remember actually one uh, guy who turned up, and mm. you know I've always liked to consider myself polite, and he just uh, was extremely. Not my type uh, yeah. compared to the photos. Um, and he was a little bit like, oh, I have to stay because I've got no money. And I'm like, it's okay. I'm paying for your taxi. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, <laughs> sent, I sent him off on a taxi with some money and I will see you later. <laughs> like a common um, I actually wanted to ask about something that's just sort of going a little bit off track. So I know that um, poppers, well, when I was still dating, were a big thing. I mean... Were either of you into that, into using that before sex or anything like that? Or I've done my time as a popper pig. What about you? <laughs> what was that? What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, see. Uh, I think it was a dancing. Pop music. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, of course the dance poppers, but um, never like before or during or after sex. Always like yeah. at the club, oh, I was like pretty yeah. like more like a sort of a club person rather yeah, than yeah, yeah. like, yeah. So, and it always because I've seen someone a, a guy tried to 
in, well, instruct me because I, I told him I'd never used it. I said, well, what's the fascination? He's like, this is what this is what it does. So he actually got one out, sniffed it, and like this guy was pale as a ghost. And then until after he used it, and then he just uh, turned into a tomato like that. He's <laughs> like, oh, now I'm just ready for the clubs, babe. <laughs> and then, and I'm like, nah, okay, I, I, all I need is just a shot, and I'm done. You know. Yeah. But for me, I was always I always sort of stayed clear of the whole sort of party drug yeah. scene and i know it's very rapid in the, the sort of gay culture and i don't know I, i'm i'm hoping most gays you'll sort of do it responsibly and i mean i only learned maybe about a month ago that if you if i if i if you see a someone at the club and they're, they're just holding on to a bowl of water usually that means that they're they're on something yeah most of the time maybe they're just generally not not drinking or just there to look after someone but for me that was something that I, I had no idea of. I thought there was just a lot of responsible gays there that just, you know, <laughs> didn't like No, but there you go. Um, but... But what about you, Pete? What about me? So, <laughs> yeah, so you just said that you're uh, not a popper guy. No. No? Not at all. Um, no. I, the only thing I... If we're looking at... It's just alcohol. Alcohol, yeah. yeah. And, and and we all know you're a booze hound. I am the you're biggest booze hound. You're a total booze hound. The shots, the shots of it all. Yes. Oh, my God. The epic housewarming oh, parties that you yes, would have. Yes, yeah. those yeah. amazing parties. <laughs> it's not a party if Pete's not there. Uh, oh, <laughs> he says that, but really. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, nah, I think alcohol is all I needed. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh god so many times where I've uh, had to be carried and man <laughs> <laughs> then it was one well it was one uh, it was the first big um, yeah the first big Mardi Gras party I ever went to in Sydney and you were there and um, and and uh, all the other friends were there and um, the thing was you we went to the parade so a bunch of us went to the parade and then I think you then decided to go home maybe or you is, went somewhere is, is else. Is this the one where you sat on my shoulders? Yes. Yes. Ah. <laughs> that one. Ah, oh, uh, yes. Yes, right. So, um, so, so um, a very good friend of mine who's been on the podcast, Steve, and he holds um, really, really awesome Mardi Gras parties. And so um, the first one I actually went to was his and um, we all gathered there, had drinks and, you know, we were all about gay pride and colours and shit like that. And then we went down to the parade, was on his shoulders, talking to randos. Uh, and then um, I was, you know, quite heavy. I was heavily intoxicated by that point. But then it still kept going when we went to um, the gay bar. Did you go to that when they were still open? Is that the one where, like, the party was out on the street and it was huge? And no, 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 no. I think it was I, that I, place I, before. Yeah, I... Yeah. I think I got really drunk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Situation normal. Yeah. Um, but no, I think, yeah, so you didn't, you probably didn't join us to the gay bar. Yeah. So the gay bar was this, uh, this awesome establishment at the end of Oxford Street, but then they closed it down. And that was the last uh, Mardi Gras party they ever held. And so when we went there, they re- I really felt like they were just piling on all, like, all the alcohol and all the, the, not Long Island iced teas, the Schlong Island iced teas that they served, and they were very strong. Mm. I only needed two, and then I was fucked. I was down like the drag queen that fell down the stairs that night. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and then I had to be carried about. But oh no, I locked myself in the bathroom, and all my friends were trying to break me out of the bathroom. Oh yeah, and then they eventually did, and I 
And I had the nerve to say, what's wrong, guys? And then just walk <laughs> out. And then I was like, stop <laughs> And then eventually I had to go down. Like, they carried me downstairs and back home. And then I just uh. fell asleep in the bathroom. And then eventually someone's room. So Pete. So, 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 so Pete. Oh, so Pete. Did you say so Pete? Pete. Yes. Yeah. What, yeah. What's it's up? Pig Pete. Pig Pete. Yeah, that's your, your, your peak form. Oh, Pig <laughs> Pete. Oh, yeah, that's it. And then... Ever since then, I haven't been able to uh, like live down. Well, I haven't celebrated a Mardi Gras party quite like that. But um, no, there have been good times, and yeah, and that all comes down to you know alcohol. Guys, drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. Okay. And that means just have enough. Yeah. <laughs> to get really drunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. How about you, Luca? Have you had any blackout stories in in say Italy or anywhere else? Um. I was I was pretty much like every time the one that I w- was helping the others, you know. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, I was I was I playing the ambulance more uh, than <laughs> the more responsible adult. More, okay. Yeah, yeah. So um, um, no, I can I could uh, I better say I could drink a lot and, and not get and not yeah. get like completely wasted. Oh wow! Um, which doesn't mean necessarily that I was was a naughty or you know a good a good man, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I was pretty much the one that was helping the others, you know, in those sort of situations. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, yeah. we could have used you where four or five years ago. <laughs> God, <laughs> just carry around everywhere. Um, but you know, yeah, as, as time goes on, you guys, you know, you, you try to form rela- like try and get into relationships, and everything like that. And so, um, oh, actually, let's 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 talk about um, your careers. So, you're you're both you so your Luke is more mark on the marketing side of things, whereas Josh is all about technology, right? What? How do do you guys love working in these industries? Um. Well. I would say absolutely yes. Okay. Yeah. So I I discovered marketing basically by sort of by mistake. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. You know, like those things happen um, pretty much like by mistake, you know. Okay. Um, meaning like if you want to be a doctor, you know, it comes because you really want to be a doctor, you know. So you go to Heal university and, st- and stuff mm-hmm. like that and you do those type of studies. Mm-hmm. Um, marketing is pretty much the type of course or university that you do because you don't know what, what you want to be one day. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. Uh, because you know that you want to work into like a corporate environment, mm-hmm. but you're not like pretty sure what you actually want to end up doing. Yeah. You know? So that's uh, that's how I discovered marketing. So it was not like love at first sight, but it was something that was, you know, building yeah. up yeah. through the years, you know? Um, so I started to study marketing when I was in university and that was pretty much... I wouldn't say useless, but, you know, it was not bringing a lot of sort of benefit and values, you know, to yeah. what actually the the marketing that you do into a corporate environment is. Yeah. So, you know, the, ma- the applied marketing, like the real marketing, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. And, um, yeah, after university, <coughs> I went to, you know, like I had my first job, like my first internship, you know, into a big um, corporation. corporation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, and I really like since the very beginning, I, st- I I did what I wanted to do. So it was like into a marketing office, yeah. you know, and that was amazing because it gave me the opportunity. It was an international marketing office, uh, yeah. So it gave me the opportunity to see also what 
you know, from a headquarter perspective, what other countries were doing, you know, and how all the sort of corporate ecosystem was organized. And that was really, really good, especially if you're so young, if you're that young, you know, that um, the only thing, the only organization that you've seen was the university, you know what I mean? Yeah, right, right. Oh, very nice. Yeah. All right, and you, Josh, so technology? Was it from the first Game Boy you played? Yeah, probably would have been from... um, Yeah, I've always been into video games and... Um, you know, and got onto the the phone, the cell phone bandwagon uh, fairly early. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, look, I enjoy it and I use it. I would say that my passion for it has sort of, it's kind of mellowed Plained. over the years. Yeah, it's you know, it used to be I had to have everything oh, yeah. and the latest of everything. And yeah. I mean, I kind of have everything and the latest of everything now. You do. But I don't necessarily desire it the that's, same way. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Um, so how that's translated to a career for me, I guess, was, um, you know, I, I, I didn't know what I wanted to, to do either. I started, uh, working, I think when I was, um, 14 at, uh, BP was my first job. Oh. Yeah. So, um, pumping gas and cleaning <laughs> window screens and checking an oil and, and. Were you actually with BP or were you homeless? <laughs> uh, well, you know what they were paying me back then on a oh, on, okay. a, on a young person uh, wage. I may yeah. as well have been. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, wow, BP. Okay, how long were you there for? Um, I worked at BP for about two years, I think. Okay, um, uh, it, it taught me work ethic. Like I worked a lot. Um, you know, I Good. had to be independent. We didn't, you know. There's no family money. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, you know, if I wanted anything, I had to get it for myself. And yeah. I think it was also a good thing. Yeah, know? for sure. So I've always uh, been quite proud of, you know, what I've been able to achieve. Um, so it taught me good work ethic, customer service skills. Um, you know, it taught me to enjoy the smell of petrol. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then from there, I uh, actually kitchen handed at an Indian restaurant as well. That was so cool. Like, you know, I oh, got no. to eat dinner with them afterwards oh, and learn a bit about their culture. Yep. Um, and then I uh, went up like my last year at high school, uh, I was working at BP. Oh, sorry, mm. uh, uh, Blockbuster. Oh, Blockbuster. Yeah, oh, so uh, this Blockbuster. was in Christchurch sure, and yeah. that was fun. Like Blockbuster was fun back in the day. Just watch um, movies all day, right? But you're yeah, you put the movies back. on. You're just putting things around. Yeah, right. yeah. Like it was. Uh, I thought Blockbuster was quite a fun job. Yeah. Um, and then as soon as I finished high school, um, I was quite fortunate actually. The kind of job I got it was a uh, for telecom, which is the Telstra of New Zealand, basically. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, it was just a, a call center job, but for an 18 year old, I was like the youngest one in the company. Oh. Um, and I had to, you know, they, they did like a classroom training for six weeks. Like they taught you in a classroom, paid you for six weeks before you actually got onto the phones and did the work because uh, the systems were quite complex. Mm. Um, and yeah, I was very fortunate. It was a very good salary to be on uh-huh. um, at the time. Um, it taught me customer service. Uh, I was, I'd have to say if there's one skill that um, I'm very fortunate that I learned at high school, one of the, <laughs> one of the few things I took out of school was my touch typing. 
my touch typing. Oh. Yeah, like the fact that I can type like a uh, Superman. Yeah, um, <laughs> has actually made it very easy for me. Um, benefit. Yeah. yeah, it's been a it's been a, a, a benefit. Um, so look, you know, tel- uh, telecom was quite fun. Um, right. And then after so just very quickly, you didn't go to uni. You just went straight into nah, the workforce. Um, yeah. No, there was no um, uni on my horizon at that no. time. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I uh, decided, you know what, I want to come to Australia um, for my family here. Um, so I came over here. I contracted uh, straight away with the Commonwealth Bank, um, oh. working on their net bank call center. Oh. And then uh, six months later, I got a, a full time job at Telstra, um, working. Uh, in one of their internal call centers, so supporting the technicians and stuff. Okay. Uh, and from there, it's you know been a, a transition. I guess the telecommunications industry was yeah. sort of a segue, a sideways segue. Oh yeah. Into technology, because you right. know, uh, you'd always get phones. You'd always um, be dealing with uh, some technical concepts. Um, and yeah, from there, look, I just kept going. And I decided I wanted to be a, a project manager. You know, I went through a few rounds of, um, I was a help desk team leader yep. um, for Leighton Holdings and their support team. And then um, a relationship manager for some really big accounts um, for a technology company, actually, who did uh, like routers and hardware and storage. Yeah. Um, quite oh. cool. That that was probably one of the most social companies, actually. It was a, a company called uh, Westcon and... You know, they would take you out on the jet boats, and we, Ooh, I remember we had um, I remember we had uh, Luna Park um, private event there as oh. well. So it was really cool. Um, but yeah, and then off into the the web world. So that's uh, sort of where I am, and I learned a lot around marketing and digital strategy and um, the technology side as well. So I'd say, you know, Looker is the uh, the natural marketer. Um, I've sort of learnt it through through doing and and just uh, I guess faking it till you till faking you make it. it. Till you make, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I've been very fortunate, I think, in my career as well. Um, well, you worked f- worked for it. Yeah, you worked enough jobs and you've built up enough experience and stamina, and just um, yeah, just overall uh, will. Yeah. Willingness just to <laughs> just to do something with your life—that's good. Yeah, you got to get in there and work. You know, no one's going to do it for you. No, unless you get an Italian husband. <laughs> in which case, <laughs> in which case, I'm done. <laughs> I'm retired. I retire now. Poor Luca. <laughs> <laughs> he is shaking his head, he and rightfully head. so. <laughs> so tell us about this business venture that you and Luca. Yeah, look, um, it's amazing. Um, it's uh, changing our lives and giving us a platform um, to be independent. Mm. Um, obviously, you know, we've we've got a lot. Um, a, it's a lot of work uh, having your own business. It's uh, a lot of work and, uh, you know, very lucky. Uh, Luca is, um, you know, extremely dedicated driven, uh, yeah. and driven when he um, when he's decided he wants something. Um, so, we, I guess one thing that's benefited us is you never give up. You know, we've had a few things that we've tried. It hasn't always worked, but you take the learnings and, um, you know, you apply them to the next thing and you do it better. And we're kind of getting to the point where we're starting to be on the cutting edge in some areas of the latest marketing techniques. Um, We've built ourselves um, a pretty good platform um, in e-commerce. Getting ready to launch our second site. So this is wholly focused on arts and crafts. Um, You know, there's some really cool, unique products on there. And uh, we've also 
built quite a, a a cool community on Facebook as well. I've got a, a Facebook group now, I think almost 2,000 members, nice. um, you know, and they all love sharing and talking about, you know, their passion. Um, and we love supporting them in that, you know. It's not just about having a business for us. It's about providing great uh, quality and, and, and value to our customers. Um, and throughout this all, it's sort of uh, enabling us to... Um, again, be on that cutting edge of uh, marketing and, and really growing and understanding the business and learning every day. Um, and, you know, we will have uh, another venture in the in the near future where we hope to help others as well. Like um, a consultancy? Yeah, consultancy. Yeah. Uh, um, help others to grow because, you know, as you know, my last, uh, my, rec- my rec- most recent job, um, you know, I was uh, involved with a lot of big corporates and uh, working through their digital strategies and implementations and building teams. And um, these are all things I think, you know, that it can apply to any business. And um, one thing about the Australian market is a, there's a lot of uh, a lot of maturity in some areas, but there's also a lack of actual implementation. A lot of people aren't um, really leveraging the opportunity out there. And that's something we're uh, quite excited about as well. Oh, okay. um, but Luca has the elevator pitch. He's a, uh, you know, definitely uh, uh, a bit more um, across, you know, the a general story of the business. Is there anything else you want to share? Um, yeah, of course. So basically, the whole idea started when we actually met because oh. I remember, like, on our first day, um, we were talking about um, how, um, you know, I I wanted to open up a business for myself, you know. And I was actually trying um, unsuccessfully because <laughs> yeah, right. it's not easy. When you want to do something online, you know, you got to keep trying and trying and trying. Yeah. Um, um, and a lot of people don't succeed, unfortunately, because they give up too early. Not necessarily because they don't have the skills and the competencies, just because they give up too early because it's not easy, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... Um, basically, back in those days, uh, I, I wanted to open up a blog about um, uh, Australia and to help like Italians to come over. Oh, uh, okay. That was the whole idea. But you see, there, there are some beautiful ideas online, like this one, for instance. You know, and it's uh, perhaps nowadays like quite an unexplored niche. You know, where there is there might be some potential uh, for growth. But not necessarily it's something that you can get a profit out of it. No. You know what right. I mean? So uh, if you want to make the online business your main source of income, you know, you really have to think what what, and how you have to spend your time, um, you know, in order to, to make it happen. I never thought about, you know, selling stuff online. Um, mm. I've, I've, never, I've never thought about it. Um, I was actually successful in a way to sell stuff online, but just my secondhand clothes, you know. Right. <laughs> I managed yeah. to make like some a uh, couple of hundreds of euros, you know, back oh, in the nice. days. Yeah. Um, just selling secondhand. Dog straps. Yeah. Unwashed. Unwashed. Dog straps. Like in Japan, <laughs> have a vending machine full of Lucas dog straps. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, you see, <laughs> ideas. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, so we started with uh, we started with uh, with the eyewear thing, and uh, we put so much effort into it. And now that we're packing, uh, mm, yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. 
our audience uh, cannot cannot see the room here, but we are full of carton boxes everywhere, and it's a little bit messy. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. But <laughs> sorry, Pete. No, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so now that we're packing, we found also like um, some um, uh, stuff that we used to do. We used to use um, back in the days to do some photo shooting of the eyewear. You know, that oh, we used to sell. Right, right, right. Like um, what, how is it called? Like lazy. Lazy Merrick? No. Lazy Susan. Yeah, you know the Lazy yeah, Susan? Yeah, so we used yeah. to put the Lazy Susan. It's like a motorized Lazy Susan. So we used to put the Lazy Susan, uh, sorry, the eyewear on the Lazy Susan and take like videos of it. Ah. Uh, so we were used, you know, we, we, we were doing everything. You know, we were doing our content. We were doing everything, you know, and that was the blogs and like... Yeah and the photo shooting and like we were involving like people to take you know shots with our glasses on you know it was a lot of work and we managed to sell something yeah we managed to Mm. sell something but it was not enough you know we were not profitable unfortunately so uh it was something that required more investment into branding and sort of things before Mm. actually seeing the thing to take off yeah um so then eventually we got into watches so we tried to sell watches online like you know like nice cool trendy but sort of you know affordable watches yeah um uh, so we sold a lot uh, so not a lot but we sold (laughs) some a few yeah yeah yeah. um but again not successful so yeah we ended up uh you know taking taking a, a little sort of step back you know and we got a, a little bit more into uh, studying and understanding and seeing what other businesses were doing out there yeah and trying also to understand their business models before taking the next step you know before saying okay this is what we're gonna be doing next uh before rushing into things so and yeah, eventually we ended up being successful in the the last one. So, um, I think in the in the last one, I'm just remembering we were we were in Italy for Christmas, and um, you know, it's, it's obviously something that was always on our mind. You know, what we want to do, always talking about it, and and one night Luke was like waking me up, and I think it's like two, three a.m. He's like, I know what we have to do now. I know what we have to do now. Oh, <laughs> it came yeah. to me. Yeah. It's come to me. <laughs> and I'm like, excellent, you know, let's do that. So, um, right. yeah, I think uh, what's really cool, I guess, about this um, this current uh, endeavor is just the the reach that we have in that we're 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 playing in all in all areas. You know, we've got community. We have uh, a top end funnel. We've got a back end funnel. We have all these cool tools we just yeah it's i I think uh something that we're really proud of Um, promising and it allows us um the ability to keep investing in um into that business but also to launch um what we believe are going to be some other uh cool uh some cool properties so okay watch this space watch this space no, very good. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's uh, then go back to your now your eventual departure next week where you guys go back to Magnificent Italy. Um, so what are you guys going to be doing there? Apart from the business stuff. Uh, wine, cheese, 
Um, Mama's cooking. Mama's cooking, trying um, my best to absorb and speak some Italiano. Mm, which you've um, learned some, so. Uh, uh, poco. Uh, a little bit. Uh, poco. Poco. <laughs> uh, uh, what else can you say? Uh, uh, Have a conversation. Uh, um, uh, bene tu. Bene anche io. Io studio italiano. Pale poco. Io mangia il pane. La mela. Formaggio. Fungi. Is this a sentence or is he just saying words? I'm just. I'm talking about my favorite thing, which is food. <laughs> yeah, we had to start from somewhere. You yeah, know? yes, so of course. <laughs> <laughs> Who did a good one? We actually, had to pick yeah. up a hobby. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, yeah. So yeah. In Italy, you're gonna be with her family, yeah. trying to work on the business. Yeah. Um. And so there is no sort of end date at the moment for about this this whole thing. Oh. Well, yeah. Actually, we have a flight back. So <laughs> oh yeah you do yeah, yeah, yeah. all right for my wedding hopefully <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when when is gonna be your wedding <laughs> March March okay yeah, yeah definitely we're gonna Next be back year. in March at some point at some point yeah that's good um so yeah we have a flight back yeah at the end of uh, of August yeah. we're gonna come back but, but yeah hmm? yeah so like yeah we're just gonna spend like two three months there you know when the the good thing about this business this type of business is that everything is managed online so yeah. um you know we have now like um uh, five people working for us that we we call them virtual assistants you know oh, yeah. so yeah it's like we're building a cool. team like it's an international team so yeah. it doesn't really matter where they are located um and you know where they do the job from you know so mm. most of them they do the job from their home you know yeah so this is the type yeah. of business we want to give the people uh, that work for us the opportunity to you know to have like a sort of flexible lifestyle freedom yeah and uh, freedom so um and to do and to do the job you know from their home place you know yeah so um and this is also giving us of course the opportunity as business owners you know the opportunity yeah. to uh, travel a little bit and to spend some time out of Australia and uh, you know and eventually one day come back and you know yeah, that's good, <laughs> and uh, yeah and what <laughs> <laughs> no no for sure no Australia is going to be our country but um, you know so because you you can manage it for anywhere you know around yeah. the world so yeah. uh, we said okay let's do it now or we're doing now when we're it, never yeah. going to do it so uh, yeah, so we're going to be traveling a, a little bit around Europe. We're going to be spending yes. some time in Italy, you know. Mm. Um, we want to get also some balance, you know, into our life. So, sp yeah. you know, spend the good amount of time working, but also time to go to the gym, you know, to have some sport, yes. uh, some <laughs> healthy food, you know, to sleep at least to seven, eight hours per night, which is not really happening. <laughs> yeah, moment. yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> so, but for sure. Uh, you know, so go a little bit back to basics and, you know, mm. do some sort of things that, you know, is going to make us happy and Good. healthy. Yeah. And it should, it should. It should be a balance of all things. Um, yeah. And because, am I, am I allowed to say that you guys are engaged? 
Oh Jesus! That, okay, so these are one of the things that we found this morning when we were unpacking and packing oh, stuff. Oh, so does that say J J K? Oh, okay. So it's a J K ring, you know, Joshua Keith ring. Oh yes, oh yes, of course. So yeah, but Ben has the same one. Yeah, yeah very good. Yeah. Oh, that's cute. No, yeah, it's very comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad it's not too heavy. Um, <laughs> but so, are you gonna be doing as? I know from we when we last spoke, it was uh, let's focus on the business and ourselves first before we do anything related to uh, a wedding or anything. But yeah. will you do any kind, anything, any little bits and pieces about? Yeah, we're gonna have a party for sure at some oh, stage. <laughs> yes, at some stage. So TBC. But have you guys thought about what you might do? Wait till after your wedding. Uh, okay. Um, and, oh. and, 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 and and then certainly I think a, a party, um, yeah. you know, I think there's a, a few more travels up our sleeves um, before the eventual resettle in Australia. Yes. Um, so, you know, we, we, we've got to fly back, but we have a flight out um, a day later to go skiing in Queenstown. That's right. Um, nice. So we're looking forward to that. Yeah. Um, it's like a gay ski Gay month. ski yeah. week, Yeah. It's uh, going to be quite cool. Um, lots of key parties. Lots of parties, lots of skiing. Um, it's something I've, I've started to become quite passionate and excited about. Mm. Uh, you know, something that's rubbed off on me from Luca. Um, skiing. That's right, because you're quite good at it now, aren't you? Oh, I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far at all. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's still a high uh, chance of injury. <laughs> um, but, you know... Oh, you got to... Okay, tell tell the listeners about the ski the skiing adventure you had in Italy. Oh. Please. Oh, that was really? so funny. Oh, look. Um, <laughs> it was so I, sweet too, I, but I, it was I, sweet. You know, okay. <laughs> one of the things I love about Luca, and it's one... Th- Thing of many yeah. um, is that he can be quite persistent. Now, I mm. wasn't necessarily planning on skiing. <laughs> it wasn't something I thought was going to be particularly, um, you know, on, my, the on, on the agenda for me. Yeah. Um, but somehow I ended up being um, enrolled into a ski school um, somehow. And <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think it was uh, three days of lessons. Um, first day, Lucas spent half an hour with me, just um, getting me set up and and took off. And oh, I was just had the worst boots. And mm. that whole day, like I was doing pretty well, like the the tiny little learner slope. Um, it was a, a very small group. It was only another two people um, with the with the uh, teacher who was supposed to be able to speak English. Uh, but really could not. Um, the most he could say was uh, Josh. Um, and in addition to that... Uh, <laughs> um, He's just adjusting his headphones. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, okay. Sexy voice. See? <laughs> I think I could just uh, sit here and uh, listen to myself all day. Don't joke off, please. Yeah, <laughs> I, was just, I, was, I, was just, I was just thinking about it. Um, <laughs> although, I mean, I don't have to do it myself. You know, he's in the right position. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Luca. He's just trying to help. Oh, oh, he only ever tries to help. <laughs> Make my life harder. <laughs> <laughs> These questionable stains. He had to flip the cushion over oh, for no, me. No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> all right. So, so yeah, look. Uh, ski school. The first day was, you know, all right. And I felt pretty good. Um, but then it was a heavy snow overnight after they'd uh, done the cats and... 
um, you know, the cats make the snow all compact and all, you know, safe and, and nice mm. and firm, but it keeps snowing. And so the second day, um, we started on like an intermediate one uh, and we were doing really well. So the teacher takes us up to what I think turned out to be like a red. It was meant to be a blue um, and it was all lumpy and it was um, extremely, when it's lumpy and fresh snow, it's loose. And so it's very easy to slide. I fell down that mountain and it, like I thought mm. I was going to die. I, Shite, I yeah. literally thought I was going to die. I at one point took my skis off and walked halfway down the mountain. <laughs> I, I ripped my pants. I fell over um, backwards, legs up in the air, pants ripped. Um, Familiar position. Yeah. <laughs> no, Pete. No. There's, there's a lot of implications here, Pete. I think you're... Of course. I think implications are facts. I, I, no, 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 not <laughs> facts. I think... Uh, I think you're making an, an assumption there. Um, I've been doing that since the start of this thing, but anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, it, I, I got down that mountain. I, I, I ended up getting to the end. I did ski still. I put them you back did. on. Yeah. Had a lot of help from the teacher sort of guiding me because like what I never expected and what you don't really get if you haven't skied before is when you're on a mountain, you're on a fucking mountain <laughs> yeah. and and all there is is mountains around you and it's not just like Steepness, a quick, yeah. yeah there's no quick way to get off and uh you actually have to get to the end um and i was at basically after that call a helicopter. yeah call a helicopter <laughs> yeah. that was an option oh yeah um i was like look i'm not doing it I'm not oh, doing it I was, I was in a lot of pain <laughs> as well the, yeah. the boots were wrong you know yeah um but we changed those um, next day I was too scared to, to, to do it again because yeah. after falling down so much, I was like, I, I, you know, I don't like it. I don't want to do it. Yeah. But again, he pushed me, um, guided me, held my hand, uh, got oh. my confidence back and then, uh, got me a hot chocolate. Me oh, a hot chocolate. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, and then from there I went off with the teacher again and did the same mountain. Perfect. Yeah. It nice. was perfect. I, you know, I, I was very happy after that and, then uh, the next day, we got to ski together for the first time properly, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the second day was definitely... Was that the, the second? Sa- the second day was the awful day. No, so, the third day was the best day. No, no fourth day. The fourth day. The fourth day, yes. Uh, the fourth day, yes. So, so we, we managed to go also a little bit of... A little bit around, you know, to tour around a little bit. Because yeah. the resort le- there, the, the ski resort there is huge. It's immense, you know. They're like... 12 different little small villages connected together mm. with just one ski pass, you yeah. know. So you really have the chance to tour around and, you know, see and discover places, awesome. you know. So you, you start in the morning like 8, eight eight thirty, and then you come back at 4, 4.30 in the afternoon, you know, with this beautiful sort of tour experience, you know. Wow. So um, I knew that since Josh was a first-timer, I knew that it was a little bit hard for him to just go yeah. around and into yeah. his first week. But eventually, like in the, fir- in the fourth day, mm. we managed to do a little bit of that. So I was very proud of him. And, you know, I remember, like, I was um, recording this video of him and, you know, we put it on Facebook and, like, he got a lot of likes. Oh, <laughs> and that's all he needed so to keep going. Community, <laughs> community said yes. Oh, and appreciate his <laughs> effort. So oh, it's good. Good one. Yeah. And then, because uh, uh, if I recall, your wasn't your mum involved in this in some way? She no, because yeah, your pants ripped, and then didn't she? 
fix them up for absolutely. you. Absolutely. Oh, yes, so, you yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You remember it right. Yeah. So, so <laughs> we were like, okay, let's go now to a shop and let's uh, let's buy a new pair of pants, you know. <laughs> yeah. But like prices there are extremely high, so it was like, and things are extremely overpriced. So. Uh, just for a new pair of ski pants, unbranded, unbranded, uh, 400 euros. So it was like absolutely crazy to ski another day, like an extra day. And so we went there and my parents were there uh, also. And uh, my mom was like, well, I got my sewing kit, sewing kit here with me. And uh, (laughs) she's like, yeah, I don't mind tonight, you know, I'll just you know can i can do it a glass of wine you know can (laughs) can spend some time doing it that's fine for me (laughs) and so we said okay yeah that's fine and the day after he had like brand new brand new pants pants. better (laughs) better than brand new uh look anything mama does is beautiful and always going to be uh better than brand new oh (laughs) that was just very i thought it was a very sweet kind gesture just how how much she cares yeah she's lovely Oh, that's good. Um, so look, we we I am I've I don't want to encroach on your sort of packing up time here. So I'll go. Tr- I'll try and wrap up with one final question. Okay, you guys are very much you know clearly in love, and you're dedicated to the cause about what your business and your futures. Do uh do you guys want to have kids in the future? We like dogs and cats. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard that? Have you heard Google Home? What she just oh, said? Oh no, I didn't. Oh, she, so we got Google Home. Yeah, yeah. and uh, so she captured something, and she said, "She just said, I'm sorry, I don't understand." <laughs> <laughs> she wants you. So my my answer is, I'm sorry, I don't understand what you're talking about. Uh, oh, okay, okay, a bit too early to tell at the moment. Yeah, is it? so okay. Yeah. That's Google, fair. Google Home is enough for us, I think. Like we can pack her away, <laughs> take her with us. And we also have um, a, f- a fairly good, sizable collection of our soft toys. And, you know, they're just as good as kids. For <laughs> us. <laughs> but I think we're just the kids. We are. Yeah. We don't need kids because yeah. we're yeah. kids. <laughs> oh, that is so funny. Um, I didn't think you uh, were a pet person, actually. Uh, oh, no. I, 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 I'm, I'm a cat. Guy. Yeah, cat I, guy. I, yeah, yeah. We totally. Had, we had a dog um, yeah. when I was younger, but and I'm allergic to cats. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm a cat guy, but yeah. so I'm I'm happy to have a nice, beautiful puppy though. We'll we'll, mm. do, we'll do the typical, you know, Domestic family, you know, gay man thing and get a dog. <laughs> Maybe a toy poodle <laughs> or something. Two dogs. Two dogs. Golden retriever and a toy poodle. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, and will that all happen when you guys come back? If you come back, yeah, um, I think I think it will have to be when we buy a house. Okay, yeah, um, make some make sure it's got a bit of a yard and and you know we've got enough space for them. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that's very sweet. Well, uh, we yeah, we have we have come to the end of uh, this lovely episode. Um, I like to try and wrap up with a love prediction. After the conversation, obviously having known you guys for a while and you longer than Luca, um, I I will f- firmly say that you guys are on the right track and there w- there is love still, as far as I see. 
As even though Ju- <laughs> Josh is giving me the worst, the gay side eye, and um, <laughs> but I have I have much hope for this this um, this little adventure between you two. So I'm very excited. Um, and tonight we're going to your going away drinks and dinner. So very sad, but also very um, happy for you guys. Thanks, Pete. Yeah. Thank you, Pete. That Thank is you. okay. That is okay. Until we see each other again. This uh, evening. <laughs> this evening, exactly. <laughs> Don't ruin it. Okay, yes, I will see you guys this evening. Okay. But say bye to our listeners. Um, ciao. Ciao, yeah. Ciao, yeah. arrivederci. That's the worst accent. <laughs> ciao a tutti gli ascoltatori. Ooh, that's so sexy. Uh, but I'm going to learn. I'll be me in a year. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>